movie ever dude fright night oh fright man. night fright night love that movie i love the original not the new one all right what's up faders welcome to yet another action-packed episode of got faded japan i am your host johnny and i'm your other host jeremy deschner that's right and as you find folks know got faded japan is about two dudes booze Japan and the motherfucking news. That is correct, sir. And Jeremy, what episode is this? This would be number 617. 617. God, I wish it was episode number 666 because tonight, well, today officially is what day? Hallow's Eve, my friend. It is Halloween for us here in Japan. This is the um, Technically, it's the 30th. However... This is a Saturday and shit gets crazy in Japan these days because of Halloween. Yep. Yep. I know so many people that's going to Shibuya and dressing up, but because of the COVID I'm staying home tonight. And actually tonight's actually devil's night. You know, we're in Detroit. They set houses on fire and shit, you know, Oh, we like to goof around in Detroit and stuff. Although I haven't lived there in like 20 years, but um, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Or 25 years. Holy smokes. I'm old, but yes, yes, yes. Uh, In that city. And there's a little bit of a shenanigans and hijinks that goes on. Hopefully, hopefully it's calmed down this year. Hopefully there's no fires and stuff. If you're going to have a fire, have a fire in your backyard and it's called a barbecue. What a shrimp on the barbie crack open a couple of beers with your buddies and get faded that's what johnny says that's what i say and if i didn't live in tokyo i would be doing that tonight oh man that's oh hell night yeah have a party ah oh, devil's yeah. night good night and uh yeah hail satan <laughs> <laughs> hail satan hail lucifina beelzebub right. and all the other people in between Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, Lucifer. I, I think Lucifer is a listener, by the way. You know, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. He goes Some by Lucy the- these days. He goes by Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's 2021. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, we don't judge. We don't judge here. We don't judge. Everyone's we love welcome. Everybody. Hey, man. We love everyone, man. We love everybody. Oh, hey. Yo. Let me let me ask you a question about when you were a kid. Like, Uh-oh. what was like, your, what's your standout Halloween memory from when you were a little guy? All those years ago, I mean, aside from the fires and the gunshots and dodging bullets in Detroit. Actually, my, my area was kind of nice, but um, one of my best times. Oh, God, I've had so many as a little, little kid. Yeah, man. Like, what? I mean, when I figure when I, I'll tell you mine, when I was a little kid, 
I, I figured out what Halloween was. We we moved from we my parents were missionaries and they went to Canada for some fucking reason. And then we moved back to the States. When we moved back to the States, that was the first time I remember having Halloween. And we went to the store and I got to pick out like um uh, the this set that came like in a box with a plastic window on the front. And inside the set was this mask that was made out of like razor sharp plastic on the edges, had a rubber band on the back. They used to push into your eyes. And then like it had like a Luke Skywalker face on the front, which is just like a generic white dude with blonde, like not blonde hair, but yellow fucking hair. Mm -hmm. And then like uh, the the onesie that the, the plastic onesie that was in there was also like a picture of like Luke Skywalker on the front. It wasn't like Luke Skywalker's clothes. It was just like a picture of Luke Skywalker on the front and then like holding up a lightsaber. And then like your mom goes, oh, now you're Luke Skywalker's. I'm like, what? I'm Luke Skywalker. That's awesome. So I, and then like, she says, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to walk around and you're going to go to people's houses and they're going to, going to give you fucking free candy. And like free candy to a kid is like, if someone just said there, someone's going to give you millions and millions and millions of yen, you know, I'm, I'm like, are you kidding me? There are people that just give out free candy, you know, and you can have as much as you want. Yeah. So that was like the mind blowing thing that happened to me when I was a kid. How about yourself? Oh, me. God, you know, my birthday is on October 27th. So oh, cool. every every Halloween is kind of like a birthday Halloween, you know, I mean, I kind of mm-hmm. had a, a a double party, like a birthday, a, kind of like a costume party on my birthday and stuff. So, I mean, I've I've been doing that ever since I was a kid and um, all of my birthdays have been pretty good. But I remember this one time me and Gabe Manny, one of my good friends, God rest his soul. And um, uh, what did we do? We must have been in. No, he must have been like 14 or 15 or something. And he had a bottle of Boone's Farms and uh, we had all these fireworks, right? So we went out in my backyard and fucking we're drinking Boone's Farms, getting lit, lighting off fireworks and stuff. And then we went trick-or-treating like three sheets to the wind as kids and stuff. And I just remember that just being like the best time hanging out with my friend and stuff. I, I what the conversations we had, the, the the hijinks that we got involved in, it was just insane, man. I, I we're just hanging from trees. Maybe maybe we threw a couple of eggs at houses or something, you know. But you know, <laughs> we were just getting in trouble, and it was just like a magical time for me. But um, yeah, uh, Halloween didn't get like real until I moved to San Francisco, man. When I went to college in Frisco, man, Halloween there was nuts, like. Me and all my buddies, we dress up and stuff, right? We celebrate my birthday at my my room, and then we just hit the streets, right? And we all go to the Castro, and the Castro is pretty much like how Shibuya is now. There's like a million people, all in costume, people people just doing the most insane stuff ever. You know, there's like people like just DJing out their windows. There's people jumping out the windows. I mean, you see like the mystery machine driving around and stuff, you know, people hanging oh, cool. off of that with bottles in their hands and stuff. It was just insane, man. San Francisco, I mean, at least back in the 90s, had a fantastic Halloween. But I'll tell you something, man. Halloween has shifted from the States to Japan, man, because Shibuya is nuts, dude. There's like 5 million people or something that go there and they're all in costume. And all the girls there, it's their opportunity to dress uh, scandalously and they take full advantage of that. Holy smokes, you're walking around. You're like, how many sexy angels are in heven today? Oh my God, it is <laughs> nuts, dude. And um, my God, and the best the best costume I've ever seen was this one girl. She was a little shorter than me and I'm a short guy, I'll admit it. And um, she was dressed as Chucky and this girl pulled it off. She was Japanese Chucky and she looked just like Chucky. I was like, oh my God. 
God, you're Chucky. And she's like, and I was like, oh, my God. And she looks so (laughs) awesome where I couldn't even take a photo. I was just like mesmerized, dude. Oh, she pulled it off. A little Chucky. That's the best costume I've ever seen for Halloween in Japan. Believe it or not. It's very interesting that you point out the costumes in Japan. So like when you when you mentioned that, how how Japan has really embraced Halloween in the last 10 years or so. Right. You're not joking. Like the only thing equivalent that I've seen in my lifetime is like being in Times Square when that when the ball drops on New Year's. Right. It's that many fucking people Mm -hmm. just packed into one area and everyone's in a costume and everyone's going nuts. And then also you mentioned costuming. So Japanese fashion is a pretty interesting thing on its own even when it's not halloween right oh yeah so you've got like oh you got the visual rockers you got the uh kids who hang out like uh goth kids down and down um in the park and stuff like that you got the you got the guys who dress up like the 1950s and who dance and shit in circles and yeah so japanese fashion correct correct japanese fashion goes from a to z man there's not there's really nothing you could pinpoint to say oh this is specifically Japanese fashion from now. I mean, it's it's runs the gambit. But when Halloween kicks in, they throw in special effects, gore, uh, blood, uh, bandages, you, you know, everything you can imagine. And, and uh, it, it's awesome. It's awesome. And then like um, another time that I've, I've another time that I see stuff like that is um, when they have two kind of um, events in Japan. They have the Tokyo Comic Con, which is canceled mm-hmm. this year, you motherfuckers. Oh. And then um the other one is going to be like um, the, um, the cosplay convention that they have down at big site once a year. Right. So everybody dresses up for that. And then you see some people with some cool shit like resident evil, like uh, monsters, you know, with like three heads and a tail. And you, you're like, holy shit. How is that guy walking around in that? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. amazing stuff. Yeah, it really is. They really take it to a whole different level here in Japan and stuff. So, Faders, anybody out there listening to this podcast right now, uh, past, present and future, Definitely come to Japan in October. Trust us. The weather's better. Uh, the food's mm-hmm. nicer. The Nihonshu, mm-hmm. a.k.a. sake, is more delicious because you've got the Atsukan, which we described and discussed a myriad of times. And, uh, yeah, Halloween is just, it's just amazing. And I, I've skipped it the last couple of years and stuff. Well, not really skipped it. I was just like on the All Hallows' Eve day and stuff. I was doing something different, so I didn't go to Shibuya. But, you know, my birthday is October 27th, so around that weekend and stuff, I'm always doing something, you know. And there's always people dressing costume. And before Halloween was like a two week holiday, you know, it was like the week yeah. before Halloween. And then it was really on Halloween. You know, it's kind of like spread out and stuff And the bars, the restaurants, the nightclubs, especially take full advantage of it and stuff. So if you're going to come to Japan, come in October and on the 27th, buy Johnny a drink. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know, I'm going to date myself a little bit, but like uh, 20, 25 years ago, Japan didn't really have a Halloween, right? That it was, it's, it's a recent thing. What they had was like, they had the, um, all the gaijins, all the foreigners would get uh, on the Yamanote line, the Yamanote, in the last car. Yeah. yeah. And we'd ride around the Yamanote line in the last car. And that last car was like a party car. And then eventually the police would come in there and kick everybody off or something like that. But that started to catch on and get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And then there's like um, uh, these right wingers who started protesting that, which made the police get more involved. And then, you know, at a certain point, it just spilled over into Shibuya to what we have now. And, and people, we are talking epic proportions of people that just are crammed into the streets and everybody's wearing a costume. 
If you're looking for a good time, that is it. But you got to be careful. I mean, Johnny, is, isn't there cases of like people turning over cars and like, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that happened rolling three years ago. down hills and yeah, jumping up and down. No, three years ago, there was uh, on Halloween day, there's like uh, this truck that was, I don't know why there was a truck there, but there's some kind of a truck that was just in the middle of Santa guy, right? And uh, um, I think it was a delivery truck, a little because in Japan they have those little tiny delivery trucks. Yep, that's right. That's yeah. right. And um, yeah, I, I guess some people started like playing with it and pushing it back and forth. And then pretty much, you know, more people chipped in and stuff. And I think like it was like three, I think it was like three Australians, maybe <laughs> that like really okay. got in there and then just flipped it over and stuff, right? And mm-hmm. um, oh, were they British? They're either British. Hey, dude. Or- Mm. The, they, the fucking Japanese CSI got into that shit. They were they were trying to identify motherfuckers from uh from CCT cameras and like mm. uh you know they were trying to you know figure out who's what and getting somebody to to rat you know mm. and and tell who who they were hanging out with and stuff like that. And then they got really pissed about that. It, it made the news. It went oh, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, it made international news actually. But yeah, yeah. I mean, dude. Halloween is great, but just celebrate it responsibly, you know? And actually this year, I don't know about the COVIDs and stuff. I'm not sure how many people are going to go to, there's going to be people in Shibuya. There's going to be parties and stuff, but yeah, I think I'm going to stay home. I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch a scary movie. And uh, I I think uh, the scary movie I'm going to watch might begin with a P and it's a movie that we discussed earlier. And uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, What movie do you recommend for me to see Jeremy? Uh, I highly recommend the original Poltergeist from 1982. Have you, have you watched that? I saw it. Uh, actually, I, of course, I saw it when I was a kid, but I revisited it about maybe like five years ago or so. Like it's been a while, yeah. but yeah, great movie. Yeah, it took place in 1982. Steven Spielberg was a writer. Was he a writer or yeah. a director? Okay, here's the interesting part about that. I got tons of shit to talk to you about this nice. movie. So, nice. Steven Spielberg was directing another movie at the time and was contractual contractually. It's hard to say when you're drunk not allowed to um to actually direct poltergeist because during during his time you know he's he's supposed to focus on on the movie that he's he's paid to to make you know so what he did is he hired Toby Hooper and do you know who Toby Hooper is i know he's exactly the guy Toby. texas chainsaw massacre yeah texas chainsaw massacre's director mm-hmm. and also to- toby hooper he was in it for a paycheck bro and uh, it was said by the cast and, and by a lot of people that um, Toby Hooper was technically in charge, but Steven Spielberg would show up on the set quite a bit and uh, give them uh, instructions on what to do. But he wasn't technically the director, but he did write the story. Yeah. So he's, he's the writer of that, but he's technically he was not the uh, director. It was Toby Hooper. I got a question. Is this okay. Steven Spielberg's only horror movie that he directed? Uh, I don't think it was his only horror movie. I mean, look at Jaws. Jaws is technically a horror movie, bro. Oh, I guess you're right. Jaws is a horror movie. I don't think it's yeah. a horror movie. I think of it more as like Jaws. Jaws is Jaws. But yeah, like, okay, all right. Jaws is a it scared horror the movie. shit out of me though, bro. I, I didn't want to go in the wall. I didn't want to go into the bathtub after that. You know, because you never know when a when a bath shark, a bathtub shark's gonna bite your. Your, your nuts off or something. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. You don't want that. Freddy Krueger was more scary in the bath, man. Oh, oh God. That Freddy Krueger, whole different story. That girl's legs. Oh, scary. Kind of sexy, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Little old Jeremy liked that. But, you know, 
I want to I want to actually point out some other cool shit about this movie that a lot of people don't know. Okay, sure. Uh, yeah. In Pol- yeah, in Poltergeist, there's a thing that people call the Poltergeist curse. And the reason they have this, this is because a lot of people on the set, including some of the actors, ended up dying or, or you know, were, were killed. So the little girl who plays uh, Caroline, you know, the little the main girl who gets taken in over to the other side. There she here. ended up. Yeah. yeah, that girl. She ended up um she ended up dying fairly young. She was 12. Jeez. And uh she went into she went into the hospital to have a, a, a um a surgery or something like that because they thought maybe she had appendicitis or some something like minor was wrong with her, but it turns out like she had some kind of uh bowel obstruction and it ended up becoming septic and uh she ended up dying. She was like I think 12 years old. If there was only a way we could look that up. Hold on a second. I thought yeah, she, she was died. born. She was born in 19, 1975 and she died in 1988. Jeez. And uh, yeah, the reason she died was uh, congenital stenosis of the intestines. Oh, my which basically God. means like a, 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 a and she can't go poopy. It's an intestinal blockage, man, which is oh. probably a horrible fucking way to go. If you ask me. Oh, my and, God. Um, yeah. Yeah, if you look at her, if you look at her in Poltergeist, the original one, she's a little tiny cute girl. And then as she got older and she was in Poltergeist 2 and in Poltergeist and parts of Poltergeist 3, because she ended up dying while they were filming Poltergeist 3. Uh-huh. But you could see she was getting chubbier and chubbier. And that was probably because of um her nutrition, her body, her body was off because she had that obstruction in her bowel or in her intestines. And uh, they didn't they didn't know what was wrong with her, but you could see it in her cheeks. She's getting chubbier and chubbier. And there was definitely something wrong with the poor kid. Oh, poor kid. Yeah, yeah that's terrible. Jeez. Yeah. Wait, so, who, yeah. who else passed away? So she died. And I mean, right. well, I know one thing. I know one thing. Uh, Craig mm-hmm. T. Nielsen, you know, I mean, his career was tragically murdered when he signed up for nine seasons of coach. Nobody watched that show. Nobody. Saw I don't even know. I don't even know what t- what show you're talking about, bro. Dude, the dad, the dad after Poltergeist, you know, he's kind of like a uh-huh. big time guy and stuff at that time, you know, a Hollywood actor. So he yeah. signed up for a coach. He was like uh, the, the coach in the TV show coach and coach was kind of like a filler TV show in like the 80s and 90s. You know, it was between like family ties and who's the boss, you know, so you watch right. like family ties like, oh, right. Who's the boss is on in about an hour. But coaches on before so let's kind of watch this or get some dinner or something like that but yeah man, right coach, nobody saw that and i think it really killed his career great dad in poltergeist though great really yeah uh, he a good actor I, I i thought in poltergeist he was really believable man and like uh, the way he the way he portrayed the father um the other person who died um in in this movie was the older sister from poltergeist oh really yeah and her death was horrible as well no she yeah, she um, she was born in 1959 and died in 1982, so still a young a young lady, and um, she was dating a gentleman who was a sous chef at this famous restaurant called Mamiezon, and uh, it's a West Hollywood like a big wig kind of amazing restaurant, right? He was he was a sous chef there, so he mm-hmm. he worked in the kitchen. Um, turns out that that guy, his name was Thomas Sweeney. He was a bit of a dickhead. And he got fucking jealous with her after they broke up and she started seeing other people. So one day he kicks in her fucking door, wraps his fucking fingers around her throat and chokes her for 15 minutes straight. 15 minutes straight. 15 minutes straight with his hands around her fucking little neck. Right. And just holds it there. And she's, you know, you, you can't hold your breath for 
two minutes, man. You'll, you'll, you'll get brain damage like after three or four minutes, 15 yeah, yeah. fucking minutes, bro. She was well, well, well dead. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. That, that, that's a psychopath. That's a psychopath. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and if you're out there and you're in a fucking abusive relationship, get out of it and try to get help, do something. Um, the police, when the police got there, he was sitting around like just in, in her driveway and the police walked up to him and said, what the fuck's going on? And he said, Oh, killed my girlfriend. He just said that right there to the cops. And then you got, he got charged with first degree murder, but he pled no, he pled not guilty, but he ended up, uh, it was later. He was, he was charged with the intent to do bodily harm. And, uh, he said that he attempted to give her CPR after he choked her for fucking 15 minutes. Yeah. Too late. And, um, she was and that being choked for 15 minutes caused her to vomit and the vomit got stuck in her throat. And that also caught helped, helped, you know, move her on to the other side, unfortunately. And, uh, uh, during the assault, uh, he, he pierced her, he perforated her ear eardrum, which means, um, as a fighter, he probably punched her in the fucking head. He broke her fucking nose and he, beat her so much that one of her lungs collapsed god dude she was a tiny girl too well, at least she was in the little movie. tiny thing oh my goodness oh that's terrible yeah god. and they made a sequel after that oh my god they should have just like threw in the towel and been like dude no more sequels we can't do poltergeist two or three but i guess they did but they what did they say in two and three did they say she went to college or something i don't remember i haven't watched two and three in a while mm-hmm. i revisited <clears throat> excuse me choking up here Y'all good? <laughs> Did I lose you? <laughs> yeah, I, I I almost joined them on the other side there for a second. I took a drink and it went down the wrong pipe. Ugh. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. Oh, God. Yeah, now my Where's eyes are all watery. Oh, oh yeah. man. So okay, so two of the actors, two of the actors passed, but did like any crew members die or something? I mean, crew members are kind of like carnies sometimes. I mean, those guys come and go, especially back in the eighties. Yeah. Um. The thing is, like, this movie is already what forty something years old, so I'm sure that a lot of a lot of crew members have died since the uh, filming oh, of sure. the original of the original <laughs> since 1982. You don't say, <laughs> yeah. But th- those are the, those are the Heather O'Rourke and uh, Dominic Dunn um, were, the, were the two that stuck out the most. Um, oh, tragic. The guy who played Robbie, fine. <clears throat> the kid, the little yes, brother. Right? What happened to him? Yeah, the, yeah, he's fine. He, he he's okay. Yeah, good, um, good. the chick who played Zelda, uh, uh, the chick who played the, you know, the little tiny munchkin lady who, uh, yeah. who, who says this house is clean, that, oh, that lady, go into yeah. the light. No, don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she passed away in 2010. Uh, let's just see what she died from here. That's always fun to look up. I think she probably died of old age because it's saying she was 76. Yeah. Um, it says that that uh, she had a mild heart attack and then suffered for several months and then passed away. Oh, that's but seventy six is a pretty good run, man. It is. You know, it is yeah. yeah. She Ooh. she was also like an activist against uh, HIV and AIDS uh, back in the eighties, and uh, that was a big deal because President fucking Reagan, who everybody idolizes, just tended to ignore HIV and AIDS. He thought it was oh the gay disease and it's going to kill off all the gays. Yeah. Thanks buddy. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people died while he sat on his thumbs. Ignoring ah, that. Fucking Reagan. Oh yeah. Man. Well, he died. But of she a was a bad way. She, <laughs> yeah. He died of dementia. Right. And then like, but she, the lady, the lady from the movie though, she was a, 
she was a sweetheart apparently and she really cared about people and, and she was an advocate for for people who got sick with that disease back in the 80s so that was a big mm. deal because back in the 80s they had they had stupid like th- things that we thought we could get aids from uh drinking from a water fountain or you know or some shaking hands with somebody we, we, we didn't know you know we yeah. had no idea what, what that what that what the cause was dude i remember dude i had aids class where like a teacher yeah. came in and teacher's like some of you will die of AIDS. We're like, oh my God, Toby, not you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking it's going to be Toby, bro. <laughs> he died of AIDS, actually. But uh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> Toby's fine. Toby's fine and well. <laughs> I think he's his teacher. But um, yeah, you know, you know, an interesting thing about uh, Poltergeist, if I remember correctly, was the music. You know, usually like scary movies, especially in the 1980s, had like music, right? You know, I mean, Halloween had that. I can go on all night. But Halloween had that. Friday the 13th had its own music and stuff. I mean, even even a nightmare in Elm Street had Dawkins. Dawkins did like the Dream Warrior song, right? But I love Dawkins. Yeah. Dream Warriors. Great band. But yeah. Solemn Life. Yeah, did you really? Awesome. We'll talk yeah, later. Yeah, here in Japan. Here in Japan. No. Okay, we'll talk later. Um, Poltergeist okay. had like family music. Didn't it have like family music at the beginning of like the movie and stuff? It was like, Da-na-na-na. it could have been like the music or it could have been the score for like ET or something. The very first song mm-hmm. played in, in Poltergeist is the is the uh, American national anthem. Because remember the TVs back in the old days, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the TVs would turn off at, at midnight. There was no more TV shows. They didn't have cable. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we have 24-hour TV. You can log on to the internet, do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, kids, <laughs> back when I was just a boy, uh, no, TV would go off at midnight, dude, and they'd play the national anthem, and then it would go to, it would go to the, uh, to the uh, static screen. And that's yeah. kind of the key to the movie, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's when that's when that's when the ghosts come in to start talking to Carol Ann. They come through that static TV and she goes, they're here. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Hey, you know, what is the difference between a poltergeist and a ghost? Is it the same thing? Or are they a little different? Well, I, I mean, you're talking to someone who doesn't believe in the supernatural, but the okay, difference like in. Pol- yeah, yeah, the difference in a poltergeist and a ghost is a, a poltergeist will uh manifest around a certain person usually it's a young girl or a young boy a, a, a puberty age and and weird shit will happen apparently uh, allegedly weird shit will happen like stuff will move on its own mm-hmm. it's kind of like a trickster kind of things you know nothing really bad mm-hmm. happens but a, a ghost or a haunting would be um more associated with a place mm-hmm. and then there's two there's there's a there's two kinds of hauntings uh, there's a residual haunting, which could be a stone. There's a theory called stone tape, which that says that limestone can record. Oh, wait, did I lose you? Did I lose you? Oh, my God. This is spooky. Spooky. Somebody, somebody I, walking from. Wait, from wait, wait, like, wait, 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 dude. I just lost you. I just lost you. You just came back. All right. So oh. uh, limestone. Can you say go back to limestone? Okay. Rewind. So the, so, all right. So a residual haunting is, is a, a scene of a movie that gets replayed and replayed. They don't re- interact with you. They don't have any, any knowledge of your being there. So what happens is there's a theory that limestone can um, record time and can record things. So if, if there's a big limestone bed underneath a house or whatever, it, it can absorb energy and, and it can record stuff. So, mm. yeah. So you'll you'll see like a a scene from a movie playing again. You might see 
grandma walked from one side of the door to the other to the other side and then just disappear. And it happens every day at like noon. Wow, that's scary. I, I don't believe in the supernatural because if it did happen, we'd be able to re- we'd be able to measure it and test it and stuff like that. But since we can't, I don't believe it. Anywho, okay. uh, a reg- uh, and a, and an active haunting would be like what you see in, in more horror films, like a ghost that ad- interacts <laughs> with a living person and in 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 and uh, tries to actually physically hurt them. Now, my issue with that is like ghosts and psychics and all these people like that, they never have anything interesting to say they don't have they don't ever say like uh don't go outside today johnny because uh you're gonna get hit by a bus they don't ever say anything like that they just like they just like show up like oh i'm a ghost and then like someone goes ah all right now then, then it's over it's like what 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 now yeah well what was the point of that you know you yeah, know if yeah. i was a ghost dude i'd be dick ghost Dude, I would just be fucking with people all the time, dude. And, you know, the most common things is like, you know, like, you know, taking somebody's car keys and putting them somewhere or something like that or hiding their phone or whatever. I would be a super dick, dude. I'd be fucking like unbuttoning bras and lowering like zippers and stuff, making people, <laughs> putting people in the most awkward and most embarrassing situation, dude. I w- That's what I would do. I would be dick ghost. <laughs> Every time somebody oh, yawns. Dick ghost is back. My zipper's down. Oh, that son of a gun, you know? <laughs> Every time somebody yawns, you stick your ghost stick in their mouth. Ah, I gotcha. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> uh, that's Even too much. Dick ghost has a line that he doesn't cross. <laughs> uh, don't be a dick, dick ghost. <laughs> yeah. <I> don't. <laughs> Man, do you have a wiener if you're a ghost? Isn't like ghosts like just kind of like, you know, the upper part of your body? Traditionally? I don't know, man. And also like if, if ghosts have clothes, where the fuck those clothes come from? Who makes those? Yeah, right. Oh my god, right. dude! Is there like disco ghost? Like, oh man, there's disco ghost with his big afro and his bell bottoms and his gold chains. Or pimp ghost? Oh my god, that'd be so awesome if there's pimp ghost. Like he's got what? alligator shoes and he's like dancing around and shit with a big hat and he's got a cane. Oh, what, man. If, what if like people who died recently start shitting on the other people because their clothes are all old and out of fashion? Like, look at that Roman soldier over there. Nice <laughs> dress, <dick>. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice oh. sword, dickhead. Yeah. Raver ghosts. Oh, come on. The 90s are so over. <laughs> you over D, didn't you? <laughs> visor. Remember Why Beetlejuice? Visor? Beetlejuice. Oh, Beetlejuice Remember? is awesome. Yeah, Beetlejuice. They all the people who died on the on, uh, they had like indications of what killed them. Like there was a guy with a shrunken head, and there was a lady who was cut in half. Yeah, <laughs> that was I want to get that book. The was it the the guidelines of the recently deceased or handbook? Yeah, that's of the recently the, deceased. Yeah. Was that it? That was in the book, the movie. Yeah. Oh God, I want to get that. Book. I'd be scared if you, uh, dude. If that, if you're just like sitting around and, and you look over to your left and that book's sitting there, that's not a good sign, bro. Not a good sign at all. Or talking about a good sign. That's a bad sign yeah. too, man. <laughs> Holy shit! Mm. Cool, Poltergeist. Poltergeist is definitely a movie to watch. I think I might watch that this Halloween. Uh, maybe tonight, yeah. maybe tomorrow. Um, but I'll tell you one movie I'm definitely gonna watch: Fright Night, dude. Fright Love Night, is my jam, dude. The original Fright Night. Welcome to Fright. Night. For I like real. the character Evil Ed. Uh, evil. Oh, Brewster, you're so strange. No, he said, <laughs> oh, you're so cool. That's it. That's what he said. Oh, Brewster, you're so cool. You're so cool. 
man, that movie was crazy, man. And that set where they recorded that movie and stuff like the outside, they've been using that set for like 30, 40, 50 years and stuff. That set, like those houses, dude, they use that in Desperate Housewives. They use that in like a whole mm. variety of movies and stuff. So it's oh, kind of okay. cool to see that set. You're like, oh, ah. and I know all about Desperate Housewives because I've got a housewife that isn't desperate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm married, man. But uh, yeah. So I was going to say in Fright Night, man, the effects were amazing. Like those vampire effects were, were spot on, bro. Those are oh. scary ass effects. They're not sparkly vampires, kids. We uh -huh. didn't have sparkly vampires back in those days. We had killer fucking carnivorous uh, Mark of the Beast monsters. Remember uh, Evil Ed had that upside down cross on his fucking head? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. And he fucking spooky. Very spooky. When he died, he didn't turn into a bat. He turned into a wolf. I never understood that. Well, how some vampires turn into wolves, like hellhounds, and other ones turn into bats. You know, that didn't make any sense. I mean, I, I think all vampires should be a bat, a bat, you know? Well, when it comes to that kind of thing, I have to fall back on the Frog Brothers from Lost Boys. Oh. They said, that, they said in the Lost Boys that vampires die in many different ways, but they'll always try to take you with them. Yep, that's right. Oh, great movie, Lost Boys. Oh, fucking man. fantastic. Yeah, Once again, no great. shiny, sparkly fucking vampires. These are monsters that bite your fucking face off. Yeah, but they were 90s vampires, dude. I like the fashion in the 90s, all right? I'm a 90s guy, dude. You know, they say when you leave Japan or when you leave your country and you come to Japan, you stay exactly kind of like in a time capsule from when you left, you know? And so I came to Japan right at the end of the 90s, dude. I'm going to be a 90s kid forever, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still living in the 90s, man. Fucking, oh, wait a second. Fright Night, dude. Fright Night, come on in the 90s or 80s? 80s, bro. That's eight, That's like 88, 89. Holy shit. Yeah, I saw it when I was in junior high school. Yeah. Oh, God. That was, it came up before Nirvana because I remember the music was all kind of like 80s rock and roll. You know, they have mullets. David, the, the, the main vampire, he had a mullet. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I'm not an 80s. The music, and the music, the music was, uh, was the doors. People are strange when you're a stranger. Faces look ugly when you're alone. Yeah. When you're strange. Yeah, that's right. The doors. Yeah. They had that score. Yeah. Oh, man. Great movie. Dude, I might just drink beer, get faded, and just watch scary movies all night. It's Devil's <laughs> Night. What are you supposed to do? Oh, man. So, yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Movies, faders. Yeah. Don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> watch scary <laughs> movies tonight. Oh, man, I'm going to drop this as soon as we finish, too. I'm just going to like put this on the Internet for all the faders that are stuck inside because of the COVID. Then again, I think a lot of places people are going out. You know, I think Russia is completely locked down. I think the states, most states are open, I think. Yeah, uh, well, anyway. is open, brother. You can do whatever you want here. Mm. So for all you faders are stuck inside, this show is for you. And uh, I'm yeah. opening a beer and giving you a kampai. For being safe. Come pie. Happy Halloween. Come Happy pie. Devil's Night. Woo! guys. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. You think Satan's a funny guy? You know, he's so serious in the movies. Oh, I bet he's like, hilarious, dude. He's, if, if he was real, I bet he'd be hilarious. Because, like, think about it. And the, the uh, Christians always goes, God gave you free will. Oh, really? And if you use your free will, he burns you alive. So one guy, you, the one guy who actually uses free will in the Bible, Satan, you know, look at look at the deal he got. Yeah. Uh, Louis. Good old Louis. You know, I think Louis or Lucifer, I think he's probably kind of like 
ghost dick, right? Or dick ghost. Yeah. yeah. He's probably like kind of like your uncle that walks around. He's like, hey, Jeremy, pull my finger. You're like, no, 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 Uncle Lou. I'm not going to pull your finger. Oh, come on. Pull my finger. Oh, I know what you're going to do. I'm going to do it this time. I'm going to give you 20 bucks. Really? You pull the finger and he lets on a fart. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, my internet just keeps dropping out. It's weird today. Mm. So, uh, dude, the thing is, like, um, the idea, the whole idea of Satan is fucking stupid, man. God creates his own enemy and makes him just as powerful as he as he is, but not really, but doesn't defeat him because free will that if you choose to do something against him, then he's going to burn you alive. But Satan's there to punish you because you did bad things against God, which he wanted you to do. Fuck off all of that. <laughs> I think there's there's got to be a couple of different devils, you know? I mean, since the beginning of like all known time, there's like only one bad guy. That's ridiculous. That's there's got to be at least like five. <laughs> Dude, if they were, if like, if it was a star Wars, they would have already cut him in half or something or give him spider legs or, you know, uh, Darth Maul guy. Great guy. Yeah. I, I don't awesome think dude. Darth, oh, he was a amazing character. I don't think Darth Maul got enough screen time, dude. I think I think Darth Maul should have had his own origin movie. You know, I would love to see that, dude. Darth Maul was he had, he had it. He had it in comics. The comics definitely were awesome. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The comics were very it. good. I never read a Star Wars comic. I, I know, I know. I'm talking to the Star Wars guy. I, I tried to get into the books, but I, I didn't get into the books. You know. I, <sighs> I know. All right. Whatever. Okay. All right. Hail Satan. <laughs> having Satan. an aneurysm here. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. Oh, let me let me tell you this, bro. Yep. Um, my other passion, that you, as you well know, is Spider-Man. Oh, and I, I just got my hands on um, a Todd McFarlane signed uh, Spider-Man number one. It's on its way here as we speak. No kidding. Oh, my God. The That's my Spider-Man. birthday present to myself because my birthday's next week. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. Happy Scorpio birthday. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're so that was my birthday people. present to myself. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. I bought this hat for my birthday. This is what I got. Nice. I got yes. 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 All my hats are black. So I was at my friend. My friend, uh, he owns a skate shop in Hedajuku. And um, what's it called? Hash dogs. H E S H D A W G S. It's like one of the original like skateboarding shops and shit in Hedajuku and stuff. Anyway. Cool. So I was there and stuff because like my wife and I were doing some window shopping the other day. So we're in Hedajuku walking around and stuff. We don't normally hang out there, but we went there and stuff. And um, anyway, saw the shop and stuff. He's like, hey, happy birthday, blah, 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 blah. I've known this guy for like 25 years. So I was like, oh, huh? cool. He's like, dude, you should buy something. I'll give you a discount. And I was like, I'll buy a red hat. I don't have a red hat. So now I got a red hat, dude. Yeah, this Let's is my clarify. Home. It's not It's not a MAGA hat. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. That's right. MAGA. No, your hat's, your hat's not all red, bro. It's It's got the white front and the red sides. Okay, so yeah, it's it not look like a yeah, you're right. safe. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. Oh man. <laughs> no wonder I was getting evil looks on the train. <laughs> you're like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like, well, what did I do? <laughs> oh man, I'm not political at all, by the way. I don't I don't give a shit, man. I'm Johnny knows nothing about politics and he's happy with that, man. Oh, hey, yeah. yo, you've got some really good news, by the way. Do should we talk about your um establishmento? Sure. Let's go ahead and talk about that. So yeah, if you're here in, if you're here in, uh, in um, Fukuoka, where I live, come on down to Sam's bar, talk ego. It's a, it's a international bar. It's the best international bar in Fukuoka. Uh, I'm taking it over. uh, My my wife and I are taking it over uh, December, December 1st. 
but it's open now. So like, for example, tonight, Halloween, it's going to be a big blowout party. Yesterday was a humongous, big blowout party. Uh, it's going to be great. Come on down. The drinks are cheap. The food's good. And I think you're going to have a good time. If you mentioned Got Faded Japan, I might buy you a shot. Shit, bite your tongue, dude. I did that once at Gamusa when I was bartending there. And yeah, people take full advantage of that. Hey, fuck you, Johnny. Got fit in Japan. I'm like, well, I guess I got to buy you a shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the worst and the best. Oh, man. But no, dude, Sam's Bar, dude. So fucking now we have an actual location to fucking go to and get faded. And you fucking own it, dude. Sam's Bar, dude. You should just call it Got Fit in Japan. <laughs> or got, got faded bar or something you know you get you can change the name you know we got a, we got a huge we got a huge following though already following sam's bar so there's been hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars dumped into marketing already it's oh. got an, an establishment it's got a, a a client base already it's got people who are regulars i'm not changing shit it's, it's working the way it is and the only thing i'll probably change is, is the food and i'll just make it better i mean yeah, the food's good now, but I'll just make my own stuff as well. I'm assuming there's going to be a very, um, how should I say, an ocean of steak menus. <laughs> Steaks, pizza, whatever, man. Everything is, is, is up for grabs. Dude, you're a meat guy, dude. I would assume there's going to be tons of like chickens and porks and steaks and stuff on your menu. Curries, pizza. Yeah, everything. Oh, Chicken wings. Everywhere. Oh, geez. Yeah. Well, don't have too much, man. That was the thing about chick, uh, what's it? kitchen nightmares. I almost said chicken nightmares. Yeah, you are a chicken's chicken nightmare. Night- <laughs> I am a chicken's nightmare. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking chicken sees you. And he's like, oh, fuck. Hey, did you know that chickens die after they have sex? Oh, wait, is this a joke? <laughs> <laughs> the one I fucked did. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, that doesn't really make sense. Wait a second. No, yeah. How come, you know, one thing about chickens, how come there's one rooster and there's like a shit ton of chickens? You know, it, wouldn't it be life awesome is fair? the rooster? That, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, dude, I'm a rooster. All these girls want me. <laughs> cock they don't want a cock. <laughs> they call him a cock. They call him a cock. Mm. But anyway, back to back to your bar, dude. Congratulations on having a bar, dude. Having an establishment, Thanks. being your own boss, that's fantastic, yeah. man. Fucking that's that's super cool. I can't wait to go out to Fukuoka and have a beer at your bar, dude. That's great. But when I'm there, I'm gonna call it the faded bar. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about Sam's name. <laughs> I'm gonna call it the faded <laughs> bar. No offense, Sam's a great name. <laughs> good guy, good guy. Good really good guy, guy, good guy. Love you, Sammy, and I can't wait to have a drink with you. <laughs> that being said, let's hop into the news because my back teeth are floating and I need to take a break. Oh, shit. Peace. Yeah. Son of a bitch, you moved the cemetery, but you left the bodies, didn't you? You son of a bitch, you left the bodies and you only moved the headstones. You only moved the headstones. <laughs> hey, yo, what's up, Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is 
T H E S P I L T I N K dot com. The Spilldink.com. Prepper. Are you at Harajuku with some out of town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. At Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each and they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool, that's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you. And we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit in Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit in Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five-minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade. And I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade badass pomade and let me tell you one thing it comes in a lid that's pretty badass this whole world is so nerfed up these days everything is plastic and pink but not ghost town pomade this stuff is a man's pomade and it is hardcore it's so hardcore it's from oakland california oakland california that's right ghost town pomade get your feet on in style proper Tokyo and craving soul food? 
got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. And we are back. And wow, those were some amazing sponsors. Oh my gosh. Faders, you got to support our sponsors because when you support the sponsors, you're supporting us. So definitely, if you're Hell in yeah. Japan, yeah, definitely. If you're in Japan, you got to go to Harry's uh, restaurant. You got to go to Soul Food House. You got to support those guys. You got to go to Mitsuya Liquors. Oh, man, definitely. And if you want something sponsored on Got Faded Japan, give us a call, dude. Give us a call. We got love for you. As long as we love your product, it's good. It's good. You know, if we don't like your product, we're not going to sp- we're not going to let you have any advertisement space. We only support the people who we like, you know. And if you're actually listening to the podcast, I'm sure we like you. <laughs> you're definitely a fader. Well, anyway, on that note, I think it's time to get into the news, Jeremy. Fuck yeah, son. Let's do this. Okay. Some good stories today. We do have some good stories on All Hallows Eve, Devil's Night. Okay, here we go. Boy, I'm a little faded. Holy smokes. Here we go. Man arrested after using artificial intelligence to, quote unquote, destroy sensor mosaics in Japan adult videos. I don't think the word destroy is correct. I think it should be restore. (laughs) But anyway... He's restoring the pictures to the original uh, images, I guess. Here we go. Uh, Let's see here. Kyoto Prefectural Police officers have arrested a 43-year-old male resident in Takasago Hyogo Prefecture. With this, they brought an end to his nine-month spree of destruction. What kind of destruction? (laughs) That sounds metal as fuck, bro. Oh, (laughs) hell yeah. (laughs) Mosaic destruction. Mosaics aren't recognized as protected species in japan that's that's weird i guess they're trying to be funny oh okay all right leave that to us yeah so the person that took this article and translated into english was being funny being a little jokester i respect you for that mosaics are recognized as protected species in japan and their lack of physical form means that destroying them doesn't qualify as vandalism the problem though is that the man had been destroying the mosaics and adult videos oh boy this is big news here a little background for those unaware uh, despite Japan's uh, unabashed appreciation of sexually entertainment, the showing of uncensored sexual intercourse is prohibited in adult videos. And so the performer's naughty fun bits have been an obscuring mosaic placed over them. Yep, that's basically what happens. However, while there's no shortage of unusual fetishes in Japan. <laughs> 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 Oh. oh boy <laughs> how much time you got <laughs> oh i can laugh all night yeah, yeah. in a kabuki show um okay so most viewers would rather watch adult videos without mosaics actually i know one guy that loves mosaics and he was what actually- the fuck's wrong with that guy no, there's, yeah, I'm not going to say his name because he was a co-host for a while and he didn't mind the mosaic porn. In fact, he actually liked it and stuff. We had huge conversations about it, about how sick he was that he actually liked the mosaic. But um, yeah, some people actually do prefer the mosaic, believe it or not. Okay, uh, going back one, to the story, One person does. One person <laughs> does, yes. one percent of the population does. So most viewers would rather watch adult videos without mosaics if only there were a way that's what the man from Hyogo, who has admitted to the charge, was offering. Through his website, the man took requests from users 
for what adult videos they'd like to watch Mosaic free. Oh my God, what a great service. And <laughs> went to work making their dreams come true, making their wet dreams come true. <laughs> so that's my one liner. Hey, hey, Johnny, do you think he was using deep fakes? <laughs> <laughs> the jokes write themselves, folks. Um, <laughs> however, the key point is that unlike the scramble broadcast pornography in some countries where the distorted effect is separate from the performer's image can be removed once payment is confirmed in Japan in Japanese adult videos, the mosaic itself is part of the image and not something that we can peel off to reveal the ongoing action underneath. Ongoing mm. action, get it? Uh, so while the <clears throat> what the Hugo man did was being called mosaic destruction in Japan, quote, naked creation, end quote, would actually be the more accurate description. I agree. Using an AI machine learning program, <laughs> learned how to make <laughs> Oh, God, that's funny. Program, one originally designed to enhance security camera footage or restore old damaged film images Wow, this guy is smart. The man was able to estimate and recreate the uncensored image would have originally looked like. Then place that over the mosaic. In other words, he wasn't wiping away the blurry mosaic of the censored version, but adding an added wait, adding an animated overlay of his own. Uh, one that looked like the uncensored sex on top of the censored mosaic. Wait a second. Now, this is this is interesting because that means that the image that he was creating wasn't actually the physical image. So it's like drawing like it's like drawing like a stick figure and then making like a wiener on one of them. Right. So he's actually just doing something similar to that. Is that illegal? Well, I guess it is. I guess I, he really loved genitalia and he wanted to, you know, free it oh from mosaics. You know, this is something that ghost dick would do. Or dick ghost. Dick ghost, yeah. I made it up, but I can't even get it right. Oh, wow. damn you beer. Damn you Asahi, the rich. Good beer, by the way. Asahi I love that beer. Rich. It's a really mm. good beer. Um, Asahi, you can do no wrong. In the eyes of the law. Okay, here we go. Though the difference between removing a mosaic and using AI to create naked overlay is essentially porn te to porn ta too. I don't get it. And the police- be funny again. Oh, geez, I thought it was Latin. Uh, and the police arrested the man for displaying of obscene electromagnetically recorded media. Okay, there you go. So basically, oh, it goes on and on. All right, so he's facing copyright violation and a bunch of other, like, uh, what you call it? Um, uh, I guess laws. Oh, I'm just reading it. Fuck it. <clears throat> I was going to summarize it. God, this is such a- Summarize it to saying he charged people around 917 yen to do a, uh, um, a video, right? So the average person paid about less than a uh, cost of a beer in Tokyo to have all the pussies and dicks they, <laughs> that were being denied them. And uh, he made around 11 million yen, which is $110,000. No, I, I don't see yen is $10,000, $11,000. Yeah. Yeah. So no, 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 it's $110,000, dude. 11 million yen? No, I think oh, like a million. One million, bro. Hold up one oh, finger. One million shit. yen is $10,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 11 of them. Mm-hmm. Math. Okay. So the, the in my opinion here, is there a crime here, bro? Um, let's see. He's copyright violation is one. And uh, I guess like there's got to be a couple of pornography acts that he's basically uh, charged with. Uh, indecent exposure, possibly. 
Um, I guess so. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder what he's going to do. You think he's going to do time? He might. Do I don't know, man. I, I don't see it as a crime. You know, this is a victimless crime, in my opinion. Well, there's a lot of victimless crimes where people do go to prison for a long time. So, yeah. um, and I think you know they might. You know, they might just throw the book at this guy just because, you know, they make him an example. You know, if they make this guy an example, you know, I mean, no other person's going to do that and make it into like a job or something. You know, I mean, you know what? What, what yeah. if they threw what if the book they threw at him was uncensored? <laughs> <laughs> the book of the recently deceased. Uh, oh, yeah. OK, so let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. There's one sentence I do want to read in here. Um, he posts samples of some of the mosaic less versions on his website and offer the completed version of for sale. According to investigators, between December and August, he sold roughly 12,000 videos to 200 registered users on his site. Oh my God. So that means he's 200 guys, 200 people. They're going to get busted too. Earning I think he fucked up by selling somebody else's work. Mm, that would be the copyright infringement. Yep. Yeah. He fucked That's up by doing that. that. So if you just, if he was just a nice guy and gave away free pussy to everybody, I don't see a problem. But the, well, yeah, but the, the obscenity act, you know, was it, what is the name of that act? The obscenity laws or whatever. Yeah. He would get busted for that though. Wouldn't he? It used to be like when you buy a playboy in Japan, they would actually scratch out the veg. So you couldn't see any, any kind of detail on the vaginas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that somebody's job. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and, yeah. Old ladies would job be, to have. And they're the razor blade scratching out pussies. Yeah, I don't I don't see why they wouldn't just use a marker. But the thing is, it's just like uh, I remember back in the day when you come to Japan, you know, they would go through like your bags and stuff and they'd check your DVDs, you know, just make mm-hmm. sure you weren't bringing any uh, pornography into Japan and stuff. And in some cases, they used to actually open up your computer and make you turn your computer on and kind of look around a little bit just to make sure that you didn't bring any like, uh, I guess, like uh MPEGs of like pornography and stuff, but this is way back in the day. This is like the early 2000s. They don't do that anymore. Leave the vaginas alone. Yes, yes. Stop touching the vaginas, faders. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Leave them right. alone. They're 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 doing what they're supposed to be doing. That's what they're there for. Yep, exactly. Next story. Okay. This is a bit of a lighter story. So thieves steal sixty thousand persimmons from uh, Gifu Orchard. So this is in Gifu. Gifu Prefectural Police are investigating the theft of 60,000 persimmons from an orchard last week. Jesus. Uh, the, yeah. That, that You would need a truck for that, right? You need a couple of trucks. Yeah. So the high-grade Fuyu variety of persimmons uh, stolen from about 400 trees uh, were worth around 3 million yen in total, the Sankei Shimbun reported, police is saying. Wow. The 63-year-old grower called the police to report the theft on October 18th. He told local media that he last inspected the orchard on October 11th and doesn't know when the fruits were stolen. So I'm I'm going out on a limb and saying between the 11th and 18th. I don't know about that. That's some fuzzy math. No, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah, where do I apply for my Nobel Prize? Okay. The police at, at the police said the branches of the, the trees were nearly uh, neatly snipped off and believed the fruit was stolen uh, over several nights. The National Police Agency says that there has been an increase in unsolved thefts of premium fruit in several prefectures over the last year including Yamagata, uh, cherries in Yamagata, apples in Iwate, and pears in Saitama. 
<laughs> man, you know, I really do feel bad for the farmers, dude. Being a farmer is not an easy job, dude. Waking up early, working late, fucking working the land and stuff. I mean, it's a great job, but it's just like a really tough job. And for somebody to come over there and fucking steal 60,000 of whatever you got, dude, whatever you're growing, that fucking sucks, man. It's not just fruit, too. I've heard the same shit happening to people who raise pigs and yep. and, and people who raise like a cattle, beef cattle. Mm-hmm. Like they'll come in there and, and, you know, back in the old days, cattle rustling was a hangable offense, bro. If you got busted rustling cattle, you'd get hanged. Mm, yeah. I don't know. What, I don't know what happens if you get busted stealing fruits. But, man, three million yen total. That's nothing. to You know, it's nothing to just blow off. That's a lot of money. That's thirty thousand dollars. That is damn, dude. Uh, that's a lot of fucking money, dude. And a lot of fruit. But the thing is, what are they doing with this fruit? Are, I mean, how can you get rid of this fruit? Like, I mean, obviously oh. it's valuable, but it's just like, I mean, I don't understand. Are they shipping it to another country or something? Or, I mean, are well, what they- happens is um, in the case of the pigs that I read about, um, there was a group of people. I'm not going to say which people because it's not important. Um, there was a group of people who didn't speak Japanese, who had their own language that they spoke. They had like a, a line group mm-hmm. and they would go on. They, they would go online and say, we have, you know, butchered. We butchered all these pigs and we have this pork for this price and sell it dirt cheap because they didn't raise them pigs. They didn't spend a dollar, you know, feeding them or caring for them or anything like that. So they could sell those the butchered pigs, you know, for next to nothing. And then, you know, st- still clear like a million yen or something like that. If you got 3 million yen worth of fruit and you sell, sell all of it for a million, you didn't sp- spend a dime growing the fruit, caring for it, pesticides, nothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You sell it for a million yen and take your $10,000 and fuck off and be happy. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, dude, fucking, I feel really bad for the farmer, man. That yeah, really me too. Sucks. That really does suck. Oh man. But the one thing here, it says police said the branches of the trees have been neatly snipped off neatly snipped off so you got to think man it, it can't be a bunch of americans because americans they're not going to neatly snip. they're gonna just like rip that shit off the trees they're not going to give a fucking stuff i don't know neatly snipped off dude i don't know who would give oh unless it's an inside job oh you think about it man if you're going to sell that fruit it can't be all bruised up yeah you I can't sell you a fucking cocky that's been stepped on and kicked around you got to have the snips and you go up there and you cut the you cut the branch off and you got to have a bunch of people working. One guy's got to be holding the bucket. The other guy's up the other one. Click, 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 click. And trying to get as many of them as he can gently so they don't bruise up. So he can get them onto the truck and fuck off with them. Like they, so, they had a yeah. whole week. They had a whole week to do it. God, man. Where was the farmer during that week? Well, I mean, geez, Louise, if you have like 3 million yen <clears throat> worth of anything in your backyard, dude, you, you'd definitely be out there at least sometimes like kind of like peeking around being like, okay, everything's kind of cool. Yeah. I Whose truck is that? You know, I don't know those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. All right. Next story. Um, <clears throat> finally, a short story. Oh, God. The first story I read was so long. Here we go. <laughs> Man arrested for stealing women's underwear from laundry. Oh, God. You know. When I used to use a uh, public laundry, dude, oh God, man, I was always there making sure nobody touched my stuff. Then again, nobody's going to steal my stuff because my stuff, I, I don't, I don't really wear like snazzy clothes or anything, but still, I don't want anybody going through my clothes. I'm weird like oh, that, I guess. Bro, do you remember the movie Fight Club? Oh yeah. Yeah, of course. That one yeah. chick, she made money by going and stealing people's jeans out of the dryer and then taking them to the used clothes, uh, you know, jean shop. Mm-hmm. And selling just selling jeans that she took out of the dryer. 
Yep, they always buy jeans. That's the one yep. thing. Jeans and shoes. Yep. Um, police in Ichikawa's Chiba Prefecture have arrested a 50-year-old man in suspicion of stealing five items of a woman's underwear from a coin laundry on May 2020. Police said the suspect, Go Kimura, who is a chef, mm-hmm, another <laughs> chef, um, has admitted to stealing the underwear belonging to the 21-year-old while they were in a dryer, a washer dryer, Fuji TV reported. A search of his home turned up 90 items of women's underwear. Oh, man. Police said Kimura was identified after analysis of laundry surveillance camera footage. Police <laughs> said there have been reports by several women about the underwear being stolen from laundries in Ichikawa and are questioning Kimura's about those cases. Oh, man, dude. I just- well, the dude's a chef. He's not a ninja. And he was probably like uh, getting the underwears out of the out of the dryer, and they were warm. And he was sniffing them and smiling, looking right at the camera, and they could just go and just take. Ah, uh, there he is! It's this guy. Isn't that the chef from like uh, the burger joint down the road there? Yeah, that is him. McDonald's. Yeah, that's the guy that flips our burgers at McDonald's. It's the fry guy. <laughs> the fry guy. Oh man. Um, yeah, uh, don't go to laundry mats and leave your clothes unattended, and uh, if. You know, washing your pants, dude. Yeah, that's kind of weird, dude. Leaving your underwear there unattended. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should definitely keep an eye on that. So, yeah, be careful. Be warned and be careful. That's what I'm saying. Dudes are creeps, ladies. And if you leave your little dainty underwears around, some creepy chef with no ninja skills is going to sneak up and take them. That's weird. You know, usually, I mean... They usually get the panties from like the when they're drying them, um, like in their balconies and stuff like that. Usually that's where the guys get them and stuff, you know. I mean, I've, I've covered this story or this kind of a story like a million times over the years. And right that's 99.9% of the time. That's how they do it. This guy, yeah, he's got a different angle, but he's going to jail. Bye-bye, sayonara. Next story. All right. We're moving on from Kimura-san and his panty fetish into another horrible story about a university student arrested for stalking his ex-girlfriend. Oh, no. Oh, what a dickhead. Leave yeah. her alone, man. All right. Uh, Osaka. Uh, police in Osaka have arrested a university student on suspicion of stalking his former girlfriend. The couple, who are both in their early 20s, lived together for three years before breaking up uh, in June of this year, Fuji TV quoted police as saying. Uh, the, women move, the woman moved to Nara Prefecture, and according to police, from August, the man started sending her letters and said he wanted to get back together with her and, and he would do whatever it would take, no matter how long, how many years it took. The woman filed a complaint with the police who issued a warning to the man to make no more contact with his former girlfriend. However, earlier this month, he sent her a movie ticket and suggested they go see a film together. What an asshole. Yeah, yeah, dude. Dude, what's Go see Dune by yourself, motherfucker, like everybody else. Did you watch Dune? I love Dune. It was great. It was great. Okay, no spoilers. No spoilers. All right, yeah. Um, Man, dude, yeah. It, dude, breaking up sucks. We've all been there. We've all had the girl that we thought was the girl, and then, yes, you know, things got sour. Maybe, who knows what happened, but something happened and stuff, and, uh, yes, she broke it off, and she doesn't want to see you, man. And fucking, Johnny's been there. Johnny's, dude, before I got married, fucking, I've had tons of breakups, and, breakups, and they suck, dude. They really suck, but the thing is, you just got to move on. You got to go to the bar with your friends and get faded. Just have, like, maybe five or six pints and stuff, wake up with a hangover, and just be like, you know what? 
today is the first day of the rest of my life and I'm going to live it right and fucking just move forward, man. And you know what? You know what the best revenge is? New pussy. <laughs> well, yes, but the, the best revenge <laughs> is to be successful. But fucking, yeah. since you don't have a girlfriend, since you don't have a wife, since you don't have that, dude, focus on your job, focus on your school, fucking focus on doing something or whatever and getting better and stuff. So when you're fucking driving around in a fucking BMW and she's riding a little bicycle, she's going to be like, oh, fuck, you know what? I made the wrong decision. And then when she tries to get back to you, you got to be like, you know what? I moved on. Kind of like in the movie Better Off Dead. Remember the movie Better Off Dead? Fucking classic fucking that. movie. But that dude, the guy fucking he he was he he fucking was well, he was like uh close to suicide, which is also a bad thing. There's no beer in heaven or hell because there's no heaven or hell. And um the thing is it's just like, dude, fucking the guy fucking fixed up his car, he got a French girlfriend, and then he skied the K twelve, man, and he fucking Beat the other guy in the race. I know I'm rambling, but I'm kind of faded. But yeah, you got to be you got to be like that guy and better off dead, man. That's yeah. And also another good thing about better off dead is it had Booger in it. Booger is one of my favorite actors. Oh, Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, hell yeah, yeah that dude. guy. That Booger's awesome. Yeah, he's a voice actor now. He's in a lot of fucking cartoons. As he should be. Mm-hmm. Booger lives on. Go, Booger, go. And on that note, fucking... Wow, faders, thank you so much for uh, tuning in to this special episode of Got Fitted Japan. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. um, Hail Satan. Hail Satan is Devil's Night. Hail Satan. Satan. Satan rides my shotgun. And um, uh. (laughs) so what Johnny's trying to say out there, faders, is Uh, keep your panties protected. Don't leave them in the dryer. Keep your powder clean, too. No, 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 no. But um, also, Faders, thank you so much for uh, tuning into this episode of Got Fitted Japan. And uh, if you want to support the show, you can go to Patreon, support us there. We still got the raffle. Well, next week, we're going to take care of the raffle next week. We got a lot of stuff to uh, call it, give out to a lucky fader out there. So, uh, yes, yeah, sign up for uh, the Patreon. We got tons of stuff there. We got After Dark. We got videos. We got unedited videos. We got bloopers. We got all sorts of shit up there and stuff, which is totally cool. And we're on a slew of SNS. Um, Jeremy, what SNS are we on other than we everything? We are on basically everything. So you can hit us up on Twitter. You can hit us up on YouTube. You can uh-huh. hit us up on TikTok. And if you can't join the Patreon, you don't have any money, you're fucking broke, you're a university student, your panties were stolen, and you're still trying to figure out what to do, share our videos. Tell a friend about the show. Yep. Say, say um, you guys interested in animation? They're like, yeah, we love animation. Well, fuck animation. Watch this show instead. There's no animation on here. But you can help us out by sharing the show and telling your friends about us. That does more for us than anything, because the more faders we get, the more show we, shows we can do. And the more sponsors we can get and we don't have to have jobs and blah, 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 blah. And we can just sit here and make you laugh all day. Oh, my God. Anywho, that. <laughs> yeah. On that note, Johnny. Yes, sir. It was good hanging out with you, buddy. Cheers. Fantastic, man. All right. So we're going to do After Dark. So, uh, yeah, go down to our patron and uh, support us there and check on After Dark. It's really dark this week. (laughs) 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 Uh, All right. Peace. Fuck yourself.
goddamn shit so convince her. Well, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it. <laughs> you sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass. Your move, creep. Oh, man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.